Welcome. We have made it to another week. Bullcorn Sports, a special one today. Special guest in the house. No Dom today. With that, I am Sammy. I'll be your host. To my right, we have Eric. What's going on? Right across from me, Andrew, a.k.a. Chancho. Hello, friends. And of course, in the corner, we have Chris. What's I'm just happy to keep seeing you back over, what is it, three weeks in a row yeah, yeah, now? Three weeks in a row. I might come back next week. You need to <laughs> come back. And special guest today, we have a native Odessan boxer, a professional boxer, a four-time USA champ, Mr. Joey Alday. He's just getting back in town from a victory in Houston Saturday night after a four-year layoff beating Bruno Pola, a respectable opponent with a great fight. Welcome to the show, Joey. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. We are so excited to have you, man. You're getting better. You're getting Literally better. just getting off. He just got, he was in the ring Saturday night. How long ago was that? <laughs> what, 24 hours ago? And in Houston. And yeah. Houston. And 48 hours? Yeah, a couple days ago, man. A couple days ago. Joey, you come in and first time I meet you, man, and I see you. I know you're a boxer and I, and I see the black eye and it, you know, to to a stranger at HEB or something, they may they don't know. You know, they may not know who you are. Or maybe they do, but do you ever get people look at you like, "Man, are you okay?" <laughs> hey, I went grocery shopping today, and I just told my wife this. I said, "Hey, should I wear my shades?" Like, I look kind of <laughs> crazy. She's like, "No, don't do that." No, you'd be like, "That, no, that no. poor boy, his wife yeah. must beat him." Yeah, <laughs> but, milk. But yeah. You, I'm hanging on to the basket. She looks like, "Hey, don't let go of the basket. I'm gonna punch you." <laughs> and, and and Joey, you won the fight. Obviously, you took the you took the victory. Um, previous fights that you've had, I mean, you both both opponents. You both come out with a black eye. Is that something? Right? Is that something you see? So this is my first uh, black eye in a professional bout. Actually, wow. I usually don't get hit this much. Oh, I'm but, shocked. Uh, it's tough. I mean, I was watching that. Chris was showing me videos of it. I thought you were. I, you were kicking his, you know what? Yeah, no. <laughs> what I, I was watching, I was I was really getting after it, man. I was really getting after it. Like a, like like you said, you know, it had been a four year layoff. Um, we took an opponent that was definitely. I mean, he was bigger than me. Uh -huh. He was undefeated. Um, so it was going to take a lot, and uh, I used every bit of ounce of energy that I had uh, in me that night, and it, it took a black eye and took a little bit of. Bumps and bruises and here and there and uh, we got the job done though, man. Wow, that's nuts, man. So, so Joey, we want to backtrack. You know, you're native from Odessa, born and raised. So we want to kind of go into your story and tell us about at what age you started boxing. What made you get into boxing, and and what made you know what? When did you know this is what you want to do for a living? So uh, my dad boxed. Um, since he was little as well, right? My, my grandpa, I believe, boxed too or something like that. It's what he's told me. Um, uh, my first sport was soccer. Uh, my pops would show me how to throw my hands every now and then. Uh, <laughs> kind of like a, a my dad's drunk kind of party trick. Like, hey, guys, watch this. Look what my son can do, you know? <laughs> so that's kind of how I picked up throwing my hands a little bit. And then... Uh, at the age of eight, I actually went to Twin City Tigers with David Rodriguez. Um, and that was my first gym, man. We went into the gym. I sparred the first day. Um, Did you have to use the, the house special? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't do that, though. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I could say. No, I can. No, no, you're talking about anymore. the mouthpiece that everybody shares. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, oh, no. no. no, no. Just oh. hold on, huh? 
for I clarity. Gotta ex- I got to explain this story. Hold on. <laughs> but for clarity, I just want to say Andrew Chancho is David Rodriguez's grandson. So there's, there's the connection there. I guess Andrew knows all about On the, record the for ring. being the favorite. So. He's the favorite? <laughs> yeah, okay. The favorite. Yeah. You put it out. Yeah. I know for a fact he is the favorite. Oh, he is? Oh, yeah. That's legit? And my grandpa, he don't give a fuck. He'll tell you. I'm just kidding. But the house special, though. It's for all those lazy fucks who forgot their mouthpiece. They forgot it on sparring day. So he would oh. open this drawer at the very back, this dusty-ass mouthpiece with one size fits all, and you had no excuse. You had to put on the house special and fucking go with it. Yeah, and when he says forgot, he means left on purpose so they didn't have to spar. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you would have all these guys that the, they were the Mayweather of shadow boxing. Then on sparring day, I believe it was like Tuesday or Thursday. <laughs> Fucking either gone, just poof, like magic, yeah. or they forgot their mouthpiece. <laughs> so, wow. So your grandpa put a stop to that. Oh, oh, fuck yeah. Oh. That was back in the day, dude, when they could be assholes. Now they can't do that no more. Oh, I bet. Oh, it's not. Okay. Well, people, you know, times change. You evolve. So tell us about <laughs> your first funny. fight. Like, how, how did that go? Man, uh, I lost, and I cried my ass off. I still remember. How uh, old were you? I was nine years old. So I trained for a little bit. I had turned nine we had my first fight, I believe, in Lubbock, Texas. Uh-huh. Um, I fought, God dang, I think his name's Gilbert Gilbert Vasquez, maybe, was his name. I still remember him, man. We fought the very first time. Yeah. He beat me. I was pissed. But I ended up re- rematching him later on in life when we got a little older and whooped his ass. So it was Got your get back. Nice. Yeah, I got my get back. <laughs> got my get back. There was not a lot of people in the amateurs that I never got to get my get my uh hit back hit on back. so after that what made you get really into the amateur level you know so and to so, get in deeper on that level yeah so man i really didn't really want to do boxing too much man actually i felt like my pops was really he loved it and because i seen that he loved it i felt like i was pushing myself to do it quite a bit um i don't think it was till i got older man where i really was like okay I'm pretty good at this. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I got to the Junior Olympic Nationals finals and silver medaled, I, I feel like I still wasn't really completely sold that, you yeah. know, this was for me. I think it was really whenever I won my first U.S. national title as, as an 18-year-old um, in 2013, and I got to go to my first international competition, which I believe was in Ukraine, um, and just showing up and i was the guy repping united states on my shirt uh i was the number one ranked guy in the united states and seeing all the other number one ranked boxers in all the other countries like ukraine puerto rico cuba ecuador you know just all of them um they're representing their country Mm -hmm. and they're the number ones in their country all 18 like you yeah well no 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 so the age group is 18 to 40 Oh, yeah. oh, wow. How so, nervous were you? Be honest, it's okay. Are, nervous? Oh, yeah. no, man. I get so nervous before every fight. Uh, you, don't, you don't come off like that type. Which is crazy, right? I, I really don't. But before the fight, you, there's just so much emotions that, that are going through you, man. You got, you, you know, you can come out of the ring yeah. asleep. You know, you can go into a coma. Oh. Uh, you can turn into a vegetable. I've seen a couple of my buddies die in the ring. Wow. What? You know, it's, it's, it, there's a lot of stuff that can happen, man. There's a lot of stuff that can happen. So you've got all that in the back of your mind. Then you got, you know, all the expectations mm-hmm. of everybody that's expecting you to perform at a level that they expect. Not what you're expecting, but what they are expecting you to perform at. And there's nobody in there with you. Can't nobody help you. It's not like football. It's not like soccer. You don't got teammates. You can't sub out. Yeah. 
you know. If you lose, it's on you. Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah, you get hit. The the, I mean, you can either take it or you can fall down, and that's the only uh, you know, that's the only options you got in there. So you got to figure out with these two hands, my head movement, my speed, mm -hmm. you know, my the skills I do have. You got to come up with a game plan in your head as fast as a snap of a finger because yeah. this guy's throwing at you at the same time, you know. Mm -hmm. And if something's not working, you got to figure out a different route to take. You so know? you're in Ukraine. You're 18. Is it you're the only American besides on your team? Who's on your team? So, so there's 10 of us. There's 10 weight classes um, throughout the entire U.S. national team. Uh, 10 weight classes from 108 pounds to the super heavyweight, which is 201 plus. Um, and I'm the guy repping it at this time Damn, at 141 pounds. 141. Fuck, dude, we did double hey, that's <laughs> we go we go to Pride. <laughs> 141. That's that's I think that's where the men go to fight. I think because <clears throat> even 201, that seems heavy, heavy to me. Right. I wish I was 201. I, um, don't I get me wrong. I wish I was. Too. I think in high school I was 205. And uh, I've crept up a little bit more. You know? So Chancho, I was 202 in the fifth grade. <laughs> yeah. Is that true? I, yeah, I remember the doctor threatening to take me away from my stepmom. <laughs> I was too big. <laughs> too much? And, and then she gave me an inhaler. I was like, I don't have asthma. She's like, it's because you're fat. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I, but I run. I play football. She's like, you're still fat, so take this inhaler. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Man. Good times. So that was your excuse to get out of sprints. Huh? You lazy. Fuck no, Fuck dude. Me. I had to do it. I was, huff. I was that fat kid that they'd motivate. They'd send the skinny kids to go, like, come on, let's go, let's go. And I'd be like, Fuck y'all. Just let me finish. And you know? I was that guy. <laughs> so, Joey. When did you know, like, I can do something with this? So back to the Ukraine story, right? Um, after that, the entire year, you, the U.S. pretty much took me on a tour around the world just fighting. I mean, I went to Germany, France, uh, Paris, uh, Puerto Rico, Chile. I mean, I, I went everywhere, man. I flew everywhere. Panama, I mean... Canada, Winnipeg, you know, I went yeah. I went all over the place and just got to see the entire world, and I was just like... Were you fighting all, all those places? Yeah, all these places I'm fighting on, I'm not paying for nothing. They're paying me, actually, to go and fight at these places. You so not only are they paying me, but they're get, I'm getting sponsored by, like, yeah. Jordan and Nike Ooh. and all these sponsors, yeah. and they're just flying me all over the place, and I'm just fighting, and, you know, I'm living at the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs, <clears throat> Colorado, so yeah. when we do get back to the United States, I don't go... I don't come to Odessa, Texas. I go straight to Colorado wow. Springs, Colorado. Uh, and I'm living in the dorms there at the Olympic Training Center where the USA swimming team, like Michael Phelps yeah. is staying, uh, the USA gymnastics team, the wow. shooting team, all of them are all living at these dorms. We all eat lunch and did you know breakfast and dinner together, and we're just all chilling. You know, you don't yeah. just hang out with the boxers. You hang out with the swimmers. You hang out with the wrestlers. You hang, you hang out with everybody there. So it's like a college for premier athletes. For, right? for top-of-the-line right. <laughs> national and team members, yeah. That's probably putting it lightly, premier I mean, those are the, the elite, elite of the, elite. Yeah, elite of the world. Yeah, all of the them world. are the number one ranked people that are the Olympic hopefuls for the uh, that Olympics. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that the place like yeah, that, I don't existed, know that, that existed. But, it was but crazy, Joey, though, man. Check this out. The Olympic Training Center was the most amazing place, and I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. You had a badge that you could scan at the cafeteria, and it was 24-7 access. You could scan it, beep, and they had chefs lined up, and you could be like, hey, man, I want this. Who gives a shit what they already have? Like, it's like Golden Corral, oh. right? But you can talk to the chefs and be like, hey, man, I want specifically this meal. He's like, hey, man, give me 10 minutes. I'll get it whipped up for you. 
Wow. Like so they they'll go back there and they'll whip it up for you and get it done and they'll bring it out to you, man. Whatever you want. It don't matter. Okay. They use all nothing but clean ingredients, clean salts. Give me and Chris one week and we'll fucking change that. That is bro. why we are not elite athletes. Well, that is exactly <laughs> right. that's what I want to ask you, Joey. What was your choice on the menu? Like chicken parm or what uh, chicken parm? So dude a man. cheap meal, I don't know. Bro, you know what? Every Thursdays, I still remember every Thursdays they had chicken quesadilla day. And that was your go to. Bro, you that, went that's to what took Olympic you back home. That's what, <laughs> that's what did it. Olympic elite level. Chicken quesadilla. You kind of got a Taco Villa chicken quesadilla. Yeah. Bruh. That's what, that's what gets you I, that home feeling. I just can't explain it to you, bro. I don't know what kind of ingredients t- they use, but till this day, I still can't find one. How good were them tortillas? Wow. Grandma made The it? thing is, I don't even know if there were tortillas because they would tell us that, like, everything that we're eating there is the best of the best, like, ingredients and, like, the number one like organic okay. everything like you white, know they're all white athletes. house ingredients right white house ingredients i would still amazing. sneak bro it's in. like a campus like x-men or like avengers type where they stay yeah yeah well yeah <laughs> that's, that's like what it is and you know what's crazy every floor had like a uh lobby and in the lobby it was crazy man we had a a gamecube a tv foosball table pool to- pool table uh, a ping pong table and all the athletes like around 8 p.m., it was kind of just like a thing. We all we all either chilled at the third. There was it was three floors. It was either the first, third floor lobby, second floor lobby, or the first floor lobby. And you know, you would just kind of do your laps. Like I'm gonna go down to the first floor and check out. You know, what kind of girls or athletes are down there. You know, yeah. and oh, yeah. you go down there, you're you're showing off your foosball table skills <laughs> oh, or your Mario Kart yep. skills. You know, and you know, Mark, I got Mark's really good at a lot of them, man. Like pool, foosball, all of yeah. them. I I got really good at them because because of the Olympic Training Center. I'd never played them before in my life until then. So when you're when you're doing that kind of stuff, uh, is there like you show up? Do they give you? Are you paired like is a whole team with one coach? Are you paired up with a coach? What's your like schedule like there? So one, you're living in a in a room that has two beds, a fridge, and your uh, sink. There, everybody shares restrooms that are in the hallway, right? Um, but you're living with another athlete, and then uh, the morning, I think it's like five a.m. We have our first uh, wake up, and we go on our run. Excuse me. We go on a run, and then around 10 a.m., we come back, and we go to our first uh, box. And we, no, I think it's like 8 a.m. We have breakfast first, then 10 a.m., we have our next boxing workout. Um, and then we have another boxing workout at about 6 p.m. Uh, and then it's just every day, man. You're just eating, sleeping, boxing. That's pretty much it. You're just talking to your family while you're in there. You're hanging out with these guys. You know, a couple times we snuck out and went to clubs and – you know, it was so crazy, man. They don't let nobody in or out at a certain time of the training center. So we're jumping fences. <laughs> yeah, you're from Odessa. Oh, man. I'm, yeah, bro. You showed, them, you showed them the way, didn't you? Oh, yeah. no, bro, you don't understand, you know. You got so cooked up. You're living in this whole, in this, you know, environment for year, a year, two years, three years, depending on how, mu- how often you make the U.S. national team. I made it for two years straight. How long do you live there for? Until the U.S. is not traveling for the rest of the year. So you spent maybe holidays there, too? Everything there. I wow. spent everything there. Christmas? You, wow. So if it was like Christmas, you'd go home for the week, and then you'd come back. 
Come back to camp. You come back to camp. Just like school. Yeah, just like school, man. It's just it was just like school, but just for athletes. And like we had to find our own way to have fun, man. We're like gambling, (laughs) rolling dice, (laughs) going out to the clubs, like trying to figure out different ways to not be bored, you know? Because what what kind of athlete was the best at jumping the fences? Man, that's a great question. <laughs> you know what? The tall ones, the short ones, got left behind. <laughs> they were pulling the fence from yeah, the bottom. Yeah, it, it was those no big metal fences that have no like bar in between. Oh no! And not only that, but it has the spikes at oh, the top. Oh no! Oh wow! Dude, one time Dedicated. we called a taxi and we asked the taxi if he could just park outside. We're gonna run. And dude, one time we really just jetted. Like you know, the front gate has a uh, officer there. Guard. Yeah. And oh, uh, Lord. We, we ordered an Uber. We told him, he's like, hey, man, do I go inside? I'm like, nah, man, they're not going to let you inside. Stay out there, and you'll know you'll know when we're on our way. So, man, we, we saw him. We looked out there. We're like, you'll hear the guard dog in the spot. You know what? Like the guard followers. looks like he's just chilling, looking at the TVs, the cameras, or whatever. Olympic athletes. So, man, we, out. we dipped. Right? Dipped. And then on the way back. We got dropped off right next to our dorms on the outside of the gate. We're jumping the fences. I jumped over perfect. We all jumped over perfect. One of the guys got stuck on the fence. <laughs> so he's like, help me, help me, help me, help me. And we're like, no, bro, like, you're on your own. <laughs> you left him? Oh, bro, we, like, you're on your own, bro. We, all, we had already all discussed this that as a is... team. Like, you, you fall, you stumble. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta feed oh, that, yourself. That, that's you know? respectable. Like, uh, like if you yeah, fuck up, yeah. you're drunk. We, we had already had like a, like just like we're sitting in a circle here. We had already yeah. sat in a circle, made a pack about all this. Yeah, we got snitch on us. Yeah, the guy snitches on us. Oh, what? Oh, no. So they're like threatening us to kick us out oh. and stuff. And I'm like, bro, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm good at boxing. <laughs> if y'all want the number two guy here, I beat him for a reason. He ain't gonna go out there and win hey, y'all any medals. Elite. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He ain't gonna go out there and win y'all any medals. So y'all want a real boxer here that's gonna perform at the highest standard. I I suggest y'all y'all keep me here. And I and I won't do it no more. But we still figured out our ways, you know. Benedict Arnold, does that ring a bell? Oh dude, I'd be I'd be so arrogant like yo. Someone can beat. If you beat me, I'll leave. Yeah. I'll fucking throw hands in the lobby. Yo, beat no, me check this out. They would bring the number two ring guys, the guys you beat at nationals in the finals. Mm-hmm. They'd bring them to camp so you could spar. And if for some reason they were to whoop your ass during sparring, they'll send they you home, you. bro. Uh, oh, they'll, they'll send, send you. Home? Yeah, they'll wow. send you home. They'll be like, hey, bro, you just ain't. That's not correct. That's. So you you were walking on pins and needles the whole time. Oh, I mean, not not me. really. He was jumping guy, bro. I would. I, you know what I mean? I, I got beat up for a reason. So, yeah. but, but and not only that, but at this time I'm going to all these international competitions, getting this experience with all the other number one national team members from all the over, you know around the world. So my confidence is like, you know, every time I'm walking, my chest is puffed out. Around the I mean? world, ass kicker around yeah, the I'm world. Yeah, I'm like, bro, this guy. I'm looking at the second number, the number two guy. Like, bro, this guy ain't been here, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't care. Not. I don't oh. care if y'all fly him out to come spar me or not. The guy, you know, he ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> well, that's that, and that goes to show you. I mean, when you understand where you sit at the table, hey, if you're head of the table, you're head of the table. That's it. That's exactly it. right. Earn your spot at the table. <laughs> well, look, the guy that the guy that you said snitched, you know, the Benedict Arnold of the group, was he a boxer too? Or yeah, he was a boxer, man. I'm oh. not gonna say his name because he'll okay. pro- he follows me on everything. And I'm sure oh, he'll end up. Yeah. You should have pieced his ass up. And bro, bro, I was here. so <laughs> mad. <laughs> he threw us under the bus completely, bro. And you know, there was like a good four or five of us, um, and he snitched on us, and we're all inside the. Uh, Inside this room, conference room with the uh, president of USA Boxing. Oh, Lord. He's like, hey, man, we're going to send y'all home. You see how bad that could have got? And I'm like, 
for him. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I seen it. for the USA yeah, team. See, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, I'll try to I'll try to straighten up, man. I promise this won't happen again. But like I said, we figured out our own ways, and we never got caught again. But uh, the guy that snitched on us never went with us again. <laughs> I'd have told the president, you see what's going to happen to him. You see how bad it's going to be for him. I'd have called him out, and right. whooped his ass, and sparring. Duct taped him to that, the bed. That was fun though, man. You would like travel in groups. Like during the day, we could leave and stuff. But it was, at night, we had curfew, right? But during the day, we'd go out to the malls. We'd ride bikes all over the place, all over the Colorado Springs area. We'd kind of. During our off time, we could do whatever we wanted. Uh, you know, we're all grown men. I'm the one of the youngest ones on the team. Everybody else is way older than me. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're we're all just trying to figure out things to do over there in Colorado Springs, which there's not a lot. Yeah. There's not much. Yeah, and that's I appreciate you sharing that with us. I didn't know that, that there was a place that's like cool. that. So uh, after <clears throat> after your USA, you know, competition, now you decided to go pro. Yeah. Right. So tell us, walk us through that process. When did you say, okay, I'm gonna go pro? I'm going to commit to a, I guess, promotion, and let's get this rolling. So um, I lost the Olympic trials. I finally found out that the road to Olympics is going to be at a dead stop for me. You know, it's no longer a thing unless I want to wait another four years, which I'm not willing to do, you know. So I really didn't ever want to go pro in my life. I really wanted to be an Olympian, and I just felt like that kind of level – is just not giving out. Like, yeah. it's such a hard... Yeah, I know there's world championship titles and stuff that you can go for, and they're tough too, but you'll be in the record books your entire life to make it to Olympics. You know, right. it's just... Right. You know, it's every four years. I mean, Olympic... I mean, world titles get passed around left and right, you know? So it's just such a prestigious medal that it's something I always wanted to do. So I never really wanted to go pro until... um after Olympic trials, I started getting calls from like top ranked promotions, Bob Arum. I started getting talk, you know, calls from all these people that I'm like, holy crap, you know, <laughs> they really like they want to see me at that next level. So I started talking to my dad about it, and I'm like, you know what? Oh well, you know, Olympics is over. It's behind me. Let's see what the the professional level got for me. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to sign with nobody immediately. I ended up signing with uh, my managers at the time. And I was like, let's see what, you know, I wanted to see what kind of better offers would come in yeah. and stuff like that. So some of my managers got some fights under my belt, ended up getting signed with top rank. I believe I only had like one fight, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't fight without without top rank. But I think I might end up having just one fight. Then I got signed with top rank and they ended up being my promotional company, which is one of the That's number big, one. Yeah. yeah, it's one of the number one promotional yeah. companies in the world, you know. Uh, Mayweather and Oscar De La Hoya, a lot of people got signed <clears> by them. So um, after that, after I got signed by them, I was like, man, holy crap. Like, it's still, it's so, it's, even though I went through all this, I never seen myself like good enough, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm, so, I'm my biggest critic. So mm-hmm. I'm so hard on myself when it comes to training or just like my performances or something, even sparring. Like somebody touches me a couple of times, even though I beat the hell out of them. I'm like, man, I shouldn't have got touched that much. <laughs> like, right. I'm so pissed off at myself. Like, how how am I letting this guy, after everything I've been through in my life, how am I letting this guy hit me like that? Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm too good for that. Like, I don't, I don't understand. You know, so I'm, I'm my biggest critic. So, you know, I just judge myself super hard, and I don't think, I think till till the time that Top Rank signed me, I'm like, holy shit, like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good. Yeah, yeah. 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 So when, so when you started sparring, I guess, against these pros, 
Were you like, all right, I belong here? Yeah. So actually, the first one of the first ones I sparred was uh, Austin. I mean, not Austin Trout. Sean Porter. Okay. Sparred Sean Porter. Wow. Had some rounds in with him, you know, and that went great. You know, he invited me uh, shortly after to go on a, an exhibition with him. It's on YouTube is where you can look at it. I ended up sparring Eddie Murphy's nephew, which is a guy named Brandon Lynch. Um, they invited me to an exhibition. Sean Porter's fight fell out. So they were going to do like this live stream exhibition. Um, so I'm like, you know what? I'm, you know, it'd be good clout, you know, good for social yeah. media, yeah. all this good stuff. So I accepted, we went, it was an awesome setup, man. Like there was nothing but top pros there, top promoters and stuff, just watching. Mm -hmm. uh, got to spar Brandon Lynch. We got some good rounds in. Like I said, the videos on YouTube, I don't want to talk too much about that. It's my boy too. Um, I guess you beat him up. I, that's definitely what that sounds like. I, that sounds like. I worked him pretty good, man. It was pretty good. You know, he didn't have too much experience either, so I can't really let the video speak for itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 he he noticed he went back to it twice. Yeah, yeah. It's on YouTube, so you can go. You can go watch it. You know, I, I put some good hands on him. You know, and uh, it it was it was a good experience. Like I said, we got a, we got there with Sean Porter. Then I ended up getting in the ring with Austin Trout. Austin Trout. Uh, started asking me to go and help him. Yeah. You know, he fought Canelo. Mm -hmm. He started going to ask me to help him uh, get ready for a fight. For I believe it was like Jamel Charlo or one of the Charlo brothers. Um, so you know, I flew out there, started getting some sparring with him, and we got great rounds as well. You know, and uh, once I'm sparring these top pros, I sparred Jaime Munguia, I sparred uh, Earl Spence. Wow. Uh, I sparred a lot of good top pros that are you know monsters now. Yeah. So. Uh, once I'm in these in, in in the ring with these pros and I'm getting these rounds in and you know they're not knocking me out and mm -hmm. you know we're getting good solid rounds very competitive like if it was a fight I don't know who would win <laughs> but again sparring is completely different than fighting right too many more emotions it's just a whole whole different atmosphere mm -hmm. it's completely different um but when I'm sparring them and at the level we're sparring and how hard we're sparring I'm like you know Right. I, I believe I could do something in this. You know, I, I, I'm very smart in the ring. I adapt really well to the person that's in front of me. I got a hundred tools that I can use on you. If, you know, tool number one don't work, we go to we go to tool number two, tool number three. And, you know, we keep going from there until I find something that's working. Then we're going to uh, pick you apart from there. That's you know right. what I mean? God. Until you switch something up. When was when was the first time <clears throat> you've ever been like hit? And it's like, oh fuck! It's a grown ass man hit me. Like, when's like it really got you? Yeah, uh, sharing the ring with Earl Spence, man. Earl Spence Jr. I shared the shared the ring with him. I got a couple sparring sessions in with him, and uh, he moved a couple body shots that uh, the next day. Yeah, man. The next Bills? day. Yeah. yeah. The next day. Yeah, the next day. That's that's about all I need to say right there. The but the next, next day, day the body wow. shots were just. I mean, my, my kidneys, everything was just, like, hurting. Uh, I mean, what? my, my in, the internal area, not just, like, the outside. I wasn't bruised or nothing. I'm, like, pushing to see, looking around my hip yeah. or something to see if I got bruised. It's, like, internally damaged. Like it's so, deep. Yeah, it's deep. It's oh, in there. You yeah. know what I mean? You want an example, Sammy? You no, no, you. I'm saying, no. <laughs> yeah, I got some gloves in the truck, too. <laughs> hey, Joey, no, I, I've seen guys break down during a match while they're boxing. Due to those body shots, and it's the it's the coolest Canelo, thing. Canelo, what was uh, Liam Smith, Smith? Body shot, body shot. He collapsed. He couldn't take any more of them. That's why when you said the next day, caught me by surprise because I figured maybe that when you get it, maybe that if you get it multiple times, that's when it take effect. 
for you to say the next day. Well, check this uh, out. My sparring partner for this camp, right? For this camp, for this fight. Not again. I'm not gonna say his name because hey, shout out to him. He helped he me out hands. for sparring and all that good stuff. Um, I sparred him when I first got back. I believe I was about. It was about a month in from me actually working out. Again, I was way out of shape. Um, he he put some good hands on me. Um, I put some good hands on him. It was very competitive. But I hit him with such a good body shot that uh, we sparred, I think, a month after that. And I hit him with just a soft little body in, like, the fourth round or something, and he fell. And he's like, bro, my my ribs have been bruised since our oh. first sparring session. Oh, wow. What? <laughs> and that was, like, three or four weeks before yeah. that sparring session. So, like, just to show you how far it goes, like, it could it you could really – Lingers. Yeah, it, oh. it could really hurt you, bro. Like, you can – I think one of my professional fights, I broke the guy's main ribs. I think like four of them. And that right there is one of the worst recoveries because, I mean, your breathing is is not the same. Any kind of sudden movements is not the same. I mean. And you thought you had it bad. I thought I broke my leg. I thought I had it bad. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't break my ribs. (laughs) Now, seeing those shots, like on when you're watching pay-per-view, it's I mean, it looks cool, but not cool for them because it's a delay. It's uh, right. you. They hit it. You hear a nice little tap, and then the back up, and they just collapse. Their body shuts down. Uh-huh. Hit the emergency shut off. That body shots like that, they're very cool, but not for the person taking. Yeah, them. yeah, not for the person taking them, man. They could, they could, uh, you know, you can get over it right then and there. Uh, they can, they could stay with you for a while, man. Yeah, not a lot, not a lot of people know that. Like, I mean, eternal injuries can last and linger. For the longest time, and they're the most pain in the ass injuries yeah. to get rid of. Some people will piss blood for a couple oh. days after after really? a couple oh good God. body shots, man. No way, no way, no, no. way. So, <clears throat> you fight your professional fights, right? How many professional fights did you have? Um, I had before I retired. I had a uh, nine. I was so you call, are you calling a retirement kid. or a layoff? So I had actually retired, bro. Okay. I wasn't going to come back. I was not. <laughs> you know, I started. So I tell everybody this, man. I was not a fan of boxing. I just enjoyed boxing myself. Yeah. And then when I left boxing and I reti- retired, right, because now I'm back. But when I retired from boxing, um, I would look at the boxing on TV and I'd be like, bro, I don't know how the hell I was doing this. Right. These For guys so are long. beating the shit out of each other. And then I think, like, we have so much in common, me and that other boxer. Like, we could be boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's gone through everything I've gone. Imagine if we just sit back, have a couple of brewskis, you know, like talk a little bit. Like, we'd probably be boys. Like, right. we've been through it all together. You know what I mean? So, and we're going to go in there like modern-day gladiators and just beat the shit out of each other <laughs> until one of us give up or until we go to the, to decision and the guys on the outside say, hey, that guy won. Are you really good about once you fight someone, like, all right, you can shake hands with them or does it take oh, yeah, a little yeah. bit to go? No, or? so if you rewatch my fight, uh, the guy tried to shake my hand a couple times after the after the bell, or he low blowed me one time in the fight, right? Yeah. And he tried to dap me up, and I'm like, yeah, bro, no. don't shake oh, my hand. I'll, no. He said, I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> I said, bro, I'll shake your hand after the fight. Like, I'm not in the ring. While we're, like, standing each other, you know, hands up and everything, I'm like, bro, don't shake my hand. I'll shake your hand after the fight. <laughs> like, you know, I look at it like he's trying to hurt me. He's trying yeah. to take me, you know, he's trying to take me out. Not only that, Man. my babies are at home watching. Right? Like, that's not going to happen to me. You know, the audacity. Try, you know, I got to hype myself up, bro. You know, like, you, 
So you're just shaking them off, or you're just telling them no? This ain't white no, I, I'm saying this out you're loud. You're talking to them. Yeah, I'm talking to them. I'm saying it out loud in person. I'm like, bro, don't shake my hand. And I say, <laughs> I say it kind of vulgar, right? I say it with some curse words, like, don't shake my fucking hand. Like, we'll shake our hands after this fight. Like, I'm not shaking oh, my yeah. hand right now. Well, I mean, yeah, how, yeah. how can you not? You're in no, the room, I know. Like, you're, you're trying fighting. to fucking kill him. Yeah. yeah, you're trying yeah. to kill him. But, I mean, what if is it like a psyche thing he's trying to do? Like, let me see if I can get away with this. And if he shakes my hand. He's weak or he's soft or I can have my way with him. So a lot of people do it for some different reasons. Ah. My reason is like, don't shake my hand. I'm trying to hurt you. You're trying to hurt me. (laughs) We're not friends right now. After the fight, shit, if you want to go have a shot, a beer or something, we can. But like right now... We're gonna go at it, bro. Hell yeah! Don't, that, don't touch my hand. You nice, know what I mean? Nice. I mean that's a that's a winner's mentality to me. Right. Yeah. That's somebody that understands what we're in here doing in the ring. We're not here to be buds, you know. Uh, Even if it was an accident, hey, I don't I don't care. Like you said, my babies are watching me at home. Yeah, you you're know? trying to take food off my plate. You're trying to give me an L, like yeah. you know. Don't no. dab me up, no guys. sir. Don't, don't yeah. touch me, like bro. Trying no. To take my winner's I don't even purse. like the, I don't even like to do the. You know when the uh, refs come say, come here and oh, let, yeah. like, you know. Uh, uh, above this line is good. Like yeah. we went over the the rules in the dressing room. I'm like, bro, I don't even want to. Sh-. He's like, y'all can touch gloves. I'm like, bro, don't touch my glove. Like, but the referee will actually pick your hand up and make uh. him touch him. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And if you look at the fight and you look at the way I touch the guy's glove, you'd be like, okay, I can see it now. The ref did it for me. Yeah, he did it for me. <laughs> and the guy, the guy put up his other hand. And I touched him with the one the ref said, and that's it. I turned my back, like, bro, we about to beat the shit out of each other. Like, <laughs> yeah. I gotta psych myself out, no bro. Doubt, no doubt. What was that first shot like after the the the, the sh- first shot under the bright lights after coming back? Like, was it like okay? Yes, I want to hear. So about we, let's hear about the beginning of that. Like, tell us about the walkout. Like, you've been gone for four years, right? Oh my god. Yeah. How so, was that feeling when you walked out, stepped so, in? So, dude, honestly, I wanted to cry, bro. What? Yeah. I wanted to cry. I'm just so emotional at this time. Like, I cannot believe I'm here, bro. You know what I mean? Like, no. I thought boxing was so behind me. I thought I would never be here in my life, right? I'm, like, so emotional. I'm trying to hold it together so I don't shed a tear. And my opponent be like, bro, this guy's crying. You know what I <laughs> no mean? No way. I'm such an emotional person, bro. I'm just looking at this like, bro, my wife is ringside watching me. My babies are at home watching me. My new, my in laws are at, are at home watching me live on TV. My mom is is watching me. My dad's behind oh me. My like God. my my best friend Mateo Velvas is right next to me in my corner. He's my physical therapist. He's right here in my corner. Like my strength conditioning coach David Hernandez is at home watching me. Like everybody's watching me and they're expecting me to perform at this level. Like I can't let them down. I can't let them down. Like I'm just so emotional. Like and then I'm thinking like. Four years have passed by, and I'm coming in here against the bigger guys, 5-0, and oh, four knockouts. The guy's in, like, he's a big guy. He's bigger than me, taller than me, stronger than me. I'm like, you know, you got all this going through your head while you're walking out. My God. And my walkout song is Father Stretch My Hands Part 1 by Kanye yeah. West. And uh, the, the What a song for this time period. Right, bro? And the song drops, bro, and... If you rewatch everything, it'll be here on YouTube in a couple of weeks. If you rewatch everything, it's like I'm bouncy, 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 bouncy. As soon as yeah. the song drops, I'm like zoned in. Oh my God. And then like all the nerves, everything leading up to it just completely disintegrate. And I'm like, I'm about to I tell my dad, I look to my dad and I'm like, bro, I'm about to eat this motherfucker alive. 
Like this dude, he ain't, he ain't built like me, bro. He ain't been through the shit like me. He ain't been through none of this. Like, he's gonna understand as soon as I hit him in the first round. Like he gonna, he's gonna understand. I promise. My dad's nervous too. I can see it in his face. So I'm telling him like, he even whenever I'm in the ring, my dad takes off my coat and I whisper something to my dad. And the thing I say to my dad, you can see it on the fight. Again, rewatch the fight. And I'm like, I'm about to fuck this dude up. He don't understand oh. what he just, he don't even understand what, who he just got in the ring with. He, I, Cause I got to psych myself up too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, this is what I'm talking to my dad. My dad's like, you got this bro. I mean, easy work, easy work, easy work. So then I come out and I hit him. Boom. And he takes it. Okay. And he's coming forward. He's coming forward. He's coming forward. And then I hit him with this overhand, right? Boom. And his legs just, I mean, oh, crumble. He just like shaky and stuff. And I hear my dad and all the entire audience, the entire arena just, he's hurt. You know, oh. get on him, get on him. So as soon as I seen that, I'm like, bro, I knew it. I'm just a dog. Like, <laughs> I'm just built different, bro. I train too hard. Like, if anybody, you can have anybody that's ever seen yeah. me train on this podcast. I don't care who it is. If they've ever seen me train, they understand that I Bro, I've passed out during my workouts where, like, the blackening, like, blackout feeling hits, and it pumps me up. Oh you know what I mean? And I put, I've pushed yeah, myself that past that to where I wake up, and I'm face face up, back on the floor, looking up, like, what the hell? I, like, bro, you passed out in training. That's how hard I train, bro. Man, and you talked about your babies. Has, has all your How many kids you got, man? I got three kids. You have man. three. Okay. I got three. I got How a nine-year-old, three-year-old, and a two. I got so my three, my three and my two-year-old are girls, and my nine-year-old's a boy. So your baby girls have never seen their daddy in a fight. Never until Saturday. So they went to sparring one time, and you can actually find this on my YouTube channel, right, Joey? All day you can go to my YouTube channel and see uh, the episode. It says sparring day, uh, and if you watch that, that's the first time they've ever seen me do anything with boxing. And I'm sparring, and my little girl's on the outside, Leah. She's she's a three-year-old. She's like, punch him in the face, Dad. Hit him hard. <laughs> Hit him hard, Dad. She oh. was so pumped up, man. She was Actually, she's really good with watching me fight. I was going like, to it's crying or? Yeah, no, they, they're really good with watching me fight. It's like my wife's family that's never really seen me do that, that are more emotional and just excuse me, are completely different. Like, they don't want to see me get punched in the face. Like, my mother-in-law, I seen her text messages after the fight. Like, I had to walk away. I can't watch that. Oh, my God. (laughs) No way. She's like, what's crazy is I got back into town last night, and the first thing she tells me when I walk through the door is like, I thought I didn't know it was going to be like that. I thought it was going to be like little 18-year-olds hitting each other. I'm like, one, I'm not 18. And two, like, you've seen me. She's seen me spar one time, you know, and I guess – she just never seen it at that extent oh, that, was... that she's never put herself like, this is what's going to happen. So when it did happen, she's just like, holy shit. Like, this is on a whole completely different yeah. level. It was you a know? fight. It was a dog fight. Yeah. Dude took some punches, got some whiplash. The, the, he the... just kept pressing, man. I'm like, this guy's not going to fall down. No, yeah. it was. And you were throwing, and I was telling Chris, just watching some of those punches. I mean, those are elite. those are elite power punches that, that obviously we used to seeing on, on pay-per-view and from elite real elite talent like we always watch yeah. the Canelos of the world and some of the other big time boxers so just watching you do that and I, I was wondering about your kids just because you said you know they were watching at home I said I wonder if they had ever watched you fight before and just cool to see that your daughter's such a such a fan ain't scared you know she's yeah. for her dad 
you know, it's just you see people fight. You don't never know how the kids may react to it, even though you're doing it. You know, you're Man, your my job, son but. was the worst, bro. He calls me and he's like, Dad, the last round, why did you get tired? Why were your hands <laughs> down? Are you like trying to coach me up? I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, bro, I, I'm like, speech is like, that's what do you mean? He's like, I'm like, bro, I won. He's like, yeah, but you could have picked your hands up a little bit better. Like, they were down. He, you had me nervous. I'm, I'm like, you, I don't even know what to say to him, bro. I'm like, well, look, well, look, dad got tired. the win, but yeah. like, that's all that matters. You, you I'm said exhausted. Like your grandfather box, your dad box. I mean, it's in his genes, bro. He really, blood. he really wants to. He really wants to. Really? Right. Me, me and his mom are split up, but we do a co-parenting really well. Right. Great, great. Me, me and her, her uh, husband are. Our, our good guy, good good to each other. We talk to each other. We text each other. He ain't got much of a choice. You could piece him yeah. up. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> great point, John, John. We have good relationships. That's a fun fact. We have a great relationship, bro. And, uh, you know, he lives over there in Midland most okay. of the time. Oh, he's from Midland. And, oh, when, from Midland. And, and when he comes over here, right, he wants to go to the boxing gym with me. I'm like, bro, if your mom takes you, you know, for Christmas, all he asked me was, a mouthpiece, a headgear, some Ooh. gloves, and some boxing boots. I'm oh like, but you want to spar? You've only been the gym. He only goes to the gym like every other Friday and Saturday. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm like, bro, you don't really go to the gym that often. Like, you're down to spar. He's like, yeah, I want to get in there. Like, I want to get in there wow. and put a good guy in there with me. I want to wow. see what I got. And I'm like, yeah, man, no, it's not fun. Also, right? He also told me. I don't know if you watched him on podcast, but he also told me. Uh, Hey dad, when are you gonna go play that uh play your boxing game? I'm like, one, but we don't play that. We don't play that shit. We don't play boxing. Ah. Yeah. It's dangerous. Like you can get hurt in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get him to understand that before he actually says, like, I want to box, because it's not just a game in there. It's so you're you're you're, different. you're cool with him doing it, him following because I mean, cause you know the ups and you know the downs. A lot of people don't see the downs, but you no. know the, the hard times of it. So if you've ever watched any of my other interviews or any of my other podcasts or anything like that, like I really don't want none of my kids to box, but I feel like for some reason all of them are going to want to, even my daughters. Because the like, more you tell them no, the more they're going to go. Bro, my to. daughters, they're like, they're just, they're dogs, bro. They'll fist fight each other. They'll fist oh. fight. They'll <laughs> fist fight everybody, bro. They don't give a damn. They're just so down, you know? They're, it's crazy. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. I just hope they ain't got it in them. Like I want them to play volleyball and like softball and yeah. stuff like <laughs> something that takes them to college, bro. Don't take, <laughs> don't do boxing. Like you're gonna have black eyes. Like I call my my daughters my princesses, right? Like they're so gorgeous and they're beautiful. And I'm like, I want y'all to be princesses, oh, Mika. And yeah. You know, I want them to be princesses. I don't want them to box and get black eyes or, you know, have to make weight. That's the worst. Right, right. Oh, dude. All right, so horror stories. End of the fight. You're now the winner. What's that feeling like? Oh man, I feel like everything that I just went through. Uh, my camp was four and a half months long, uh, and that's not your usual camp. But I was at two twenty four and a half months ago. Uh, I ended up making one seventy two. So wow. if you do the math on that, it's pretty crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, four and a half months. I again, if you watch the fight, I was so emotional afterwards. I couldn't even talk. I, I mean. I was crying in the ring. Uh, it was just so crazy. It was so surreal that I was even, one, in the ring, and two, I just gave an undefeated fighter their first L of their career. Yeah. Um, I was so hyped, man. I was on top of the world. I, w- I was so excited that my wife was ringside. She had never seen me fight live in person before. Oh, my goodness. She's only seen me fight on TV. Mm-hmm. So this was their first fight. She was just 
as nervous as me probably she told me the entire time she was shaking she actually had to leave the venue before the fights to go to the car to have some wine <laughs> bro i'm severe. not that's not even a lie like she'll that's second extreme. this she'll second this like she went to the car her and uh our friend right my one of my cornermen his wife yeah uh it's really good a couple friend of ours her name is bonina right they went to the car had some wine came back into the venue <laughs> like they had to relax because i mean it's just nerve-wracking you know we didn't know what was going to happen i'm taking a tough fight yeah. like I'm taking an undefeated fighter after four years. This guy's fought four times this year. Like the guys in Riverside, California, sparring these these monsters over there. While I'm here in Odessa, Texas, mm -hmm. just trying to prepare my fat ass body to get in the ring again. <laughs> what made you want to do that? Like, what made you want to go for pick the hardest fighter that you possibly could coming out of retirement? So, it's crazy, man. How God works, bro. It's crazy. Like the way the way the way he he moves, man. The way he he puts things in line. Um, actually, I was supposed to fight somebody else. I was supposed to fight a tune-up fight, right? A guy that was not that good. I was going to go in there and destroy and get him out of there, and we're going to go on to the next one. About two weeks before the fight, the guy's father passes away. Rest in peace to that man, right? Wow. Um, his father passed away, so he pulls out the fight. They send me this guy, right? And I feel like, I'm like, Dad, I'm not. I've only been in the gym four and a half months after four years, bro. I've never sparred. I haven't done My nothing. Goodness. After four and a half years, right? Like, I mean, after four years, I'm in the gym for for four months. Like, how am I going to fight a guy? It's 5-0, four knockouts. Like, the guy's a monster. Like, and not only that, but he's big and, in like, humongous. If you, if you go to my Instagram and look, and look at my page, the guy's looking down on me. At weigh-ins on our yeah, face Yeah, you're off. not a small guy at all. No, he's no. yeah, he's looking down on me, bro. And the guy's stout, right? And I'm like, Dad, no, nah, man. Like, there ain't no way. Like, how they want me to fight this guy? So I think about it, think about it, think about it, think about it. Actually, a phone call. My wife's like, our, she pumps me up, bro. She pumps me up. Our phone call goes like this. She's like, Are you are you just trying to go with your toes? Are you just trying to get in the like feel the water? Or are you gonna jump all the way in? What? I'm like. You know what? Fuck that, bro. I'm down. Let's get it. So I call my dad. I'm like, and this is the only reason I took the fight because my wife. I'm like, babe, there's no way, right? Like, what do you think? She's like, are you just trying to fill the water? Or are you going to jump all the way in? Like, are you here to stay or are you going to just try to try it out? Yeah. I'm like, no, nah, I'm here to stay. Like, man, I quit my job. Like, we're here. Like, I'm doing this. She's like, well, then what's what's holding you back? Maybe God's testing you to see if you're really going to do this. And see if this is really the path that you want to take. And I'm like, I'm like speechless, bro. I can't even talk. I'm <laughs> no, like, bro, my wife's well, checking me that's right a now. <laughs> so I call my pops back. My pops is my coach, right? I'm calling my pops back like, bro, accept the fight, bro. Fuck this. Like, I'm I'm even mad. Like, my wife even talks to me like that. Like, you know, accept the, accept the fight, bro. Like. Two weeks before. Because you, you were expecting, like, you know, uh, something sweet. Like, I'm going to go in there, maybe knock the guy out. Yeah. I'm going to feel I'm going to feel good. You know, even some of these fighters that are, you know, 4, 5, and 0, 6, and 0, 7, and 0, aren't even fighting 5, and 0 guys, bro. You wait till like, later on in your career to do that, right? If she what? came at you like that, I don't think that fighter gave you that black-eyed dog. I think it was yeah, like, maybe. Uh, she's coming wild like that. Oh, man, knock him out. Right. So, so I call my dad back, and my dad calls me back like, hey, the guy accepted the fight. It's a fight. So I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to fight undefeated. The whole time in camp, I'm like, bro, this is going to be dangerous. <laughs> But you know what? I'm dangerous. And I 
as long as I know I'm prepared, bro, I put in the work. I was more determined, more motivated, more disciplined this camp than I've ever been in my entire boxing career. Wow. I mean, my, I mean, you can ask anybody that was around me, anybody that was I mean, I gave up everything, any kind of sweets, and, and I love sweets, bro. Any kind of sweets, any kind of drink, any kind of, any kind of anything, bro. I I gave up just to get back and get right. Did did you uh, because you said your camp was four months, so that means four months of hell trying to cut weight. Did you like know? Okay, this is the start of the four months. Did you slowly, gradually kind of cut it, or just fucking cold turkey? So the first two weeks, I was like. I'm still going to give myself some leverage, you know. I, I'm still going to do this, do that. But then I seen my weight, like, not wanting to come down too fast. And I knew, like, I had a lot to lose. So I knew it should have been coming down fast. So then once I figured, seen that, and I'm like, I'm going to have to, like, I'm, I'm going to have to go hardcore with this shit. Like, yeah. If I really want to get down to my weight. Because at the start, I told my dad, I'm fighting at this weight. No exceptions. No exceptions. So... So what was the weight you were at? One six. I was gonna fight at one sixty eight, but I plateaued pretty early on because I, you know, for you to get the the fat that's underneath, like the okay. good stuff, right, to get it off, to shred it off, it's gonna take some time, bro. It's not gonna take four months. Like it's gonna take it's gonna take some time. So once I plateaued, I told my dad like, hey man, let's do like one seventy, one seventy two, because I also don't want to kill myself. I probably can make it, but I don't know how health wise. I'm going to actually feel. I still want to be strong in there. I don't want to, you know, fucking kill myself completely. Um, so I called him, told him that, and he we accepted the fight at 172 and all that good stuff. Um, but, dude, honestly, I'm about two weeks out. I was already, like, 175. I, I was I was great. I was on weight already, like, two weeks out. I was, I was good to go. I only had, like, three pounds left, which you keep that on till the very end, and then you lose that, right? But uh, were you at home the entire time you're doing camp? Entire time, entire time of camp, I'm at home. Um, and a lot of the camp, I didn't tell everybody, man. I really just wanted to do it for myself and not let everybody know. So I didn't tell everybody till about two and a half months, three months out. Mm -hmm. I think I finally told everybody. But at first, when I first started, I didn't let nobody know, bro. I just like, I'm gonna do this, and I told my wife, don't tell nobody. I told her family. I told my family. My dad, I, I think he was like kind of iffy, like, bro, you, you're, I say you're not going to come back. <laughs> he gave you that sign. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like. He was doubting you. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he, I don't think he thought I was really going to come back. And when he saw me grinding at the way I was grinding in the gym, uh, he was like, okay, he's with it. We're going to do this shit. Four years, that's a long time. And, and how old are you now, Joey? Uh, I am 28. You're 28. so I just had a birthday in November, so I had to kind of. Okay. That yeah, check engine light's about to come on and stay <laughs> on, dude. You got a small window, man. <laughs> so, uh, your dad training you? Did he stay training after you retired? And so he did, man. He stayed at the Odessa Boxing Club with Raymond Franco. Uh, was helping him out with Josh Franco there, and uh, yeah, was helping people there getting ready and and box and figure out their flaws and helping them out and all that good stuff. He stayed training, man. He yeah. stayed he stayed trying to get after it and and work. So whenever you uh, say you're to come back, kind of a lot of a lot of, a lot of fire in his ass, like all right. So dude, it's crazy, bro. I'm on a treadmill at Crunch cuz I had already thought about it. I'm like, well, I hadn't thought about coming back to boxing, but I had you had a bad day somewhere and said, "Fuck this. I need something." So bro, I actually 
So <laughs> everyone has it when you have that. Everyone. <laughs> so, says bro, it. I'm outside of the boxing ring, bro, and I really like. I'm kind of honestly trying to find fights for myself outside of the ring, like, and I'm not a one. Like, if people know me, right, I'm not. I really am not an aggressive person. Bro. You're trying to like pick fights on the street. You're trying to Out press somebody, street, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to press somebody. Like, I really want to fight somebody, bro. dude. Golly. My my dad did the same. Like, he was a boxer. He fucking did. He, he did. You know, you know him. <laughs> does does he still does his fucking dad? I'm like, dad, dude. You're like you're old. You got like two punches and you're done. Yeah, gas tank is short. But he told me that one time, and I thought he was like, oh, you just want to. Nah, bro. Like, you really fiend for that shit. I just want somebody to act stupid with me. I'm going like, to tell my dad, like, yo, Joe confirmed <laughs> it. You were, you were right this whole time, bro. Dude, right? The whole time. I promise you, so bro. So you're like, H-E-B, check, catch now. You're like, go ahead and confirm me. How dare a, you? There's cut a, in front of me. <laughs> I'm put there's it on a couple you. situations out there, which I know my wife is very familiar with, and I know my inner circle is very familiar with. And, uh, yeah, bro. Uh, anything can Bro, say- that school drop-off line was a motherfucker for you, wasn't it? Bro. You could have five people in the school drop-off line, weren't you? Bro, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, bro. Uh, road rage to anything else, like everything in between, bro. I, uh, yeah. I mean, but how can you not, though? Like, you fucking, you dedicated your life to it. What's in his jeans? Up and yeah. stop, and then. Yeah, and then somebody talking crazy, and you're like, bro, you don't even. Bro, you don't even know who you're talking to. Bro. I know, man. I That's will eat you alive, bro. Like, don't talk to me like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. and then I'm such the I'm the nicest person, bro. I know last things on somebody's mind, like, bro, he's about to knock me out, you know? Yeah, no. Not only so. am I thin, but then also on top of that, I, I fucking smile all day long, bro. If you don't see a smile on my face, something's absolutely wrong with me. Yeah. Because I'm smi- I'm smiling all day, bro. I'm smiling <laughs> all day. Like all day long, you know what I mean? It's crazy. That's cool, man. So, so you're training now at Gorilla Heavy Hitters, correct? Yeah, with Conrad Martinez, <clears throat> Ira Sanchez over there at the Gorilla Heavy Hitters, bro. And I, I, you know, I've really been enjoying it. Um, I like those cats, man. I love them people over there, man. They oh. they treat me good. One, um, and two, they're young guys up and coming. And I've just seen so much in my life, bro. I, I definitely can give some some critiques and some good coaching yeah. um, here and there. That way they can develop their game mm-hmm. and they either don't fall into the same mistakes that I did or, you know, I can save them from something that, you know, some, you know, whatever it might yeah. be, you know, I, I can help them. You know, I, I've been there. I've done it. Um, I know what it's like to be up and coming. I know what it's like to have the entourage around you, your friends around you and and uh, them not be there for the right reasons mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, so yeah, sure. I just try to give any kind of uh, advice or any kind of motivation or anything that I can see um, that I can give them to m- move forward, that they can grow and, and get that next level up. You know what I mean? Well, just the fact that us four here, we all played a team sport, right? And for us to come back after a layoff in a team sport, like, hell no. Yeah. And you did it in an individual sport where you had to motivate yourself. Like, every day it was you versus you and the, the guy in the mirror, Right. Like you gotta tell that guy, I I'm gonna do this every day. Yeah, bro. It's uh, like I said, it's it's tough. It's tough, bro. It's tough for you to uh, find. You know, if you don't feel like running one day, yeah. On a team sport, you can be like, fuck that run, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what hey, I mean? man. Like, but what is this extra running gonna do for me? Yeah, bro. Like, what's this two miles gonna do for me? You know. But in <laughs> boxing, you're like, what is that other dude doing? You know. Is that motherfucker getting up and running five miles at fucking three in the morning? You know what I mean? And I'm over here trying to push myself to run two miles. You know, you just don't know. So, like, just the not knowing, you're just like, I got to push myself so goddamn hard that 
I don't care who the guy is across the ring. I don't care who, what kind of Terminator, what kind of fucking AI, anybody that they put across from me, I'm going to I'm gonna whoop his ass. <laughs> uh, and, and even I mean, a lot of people don't know, but even when it comes to sparring, if you're just sparring a normal dude at the gym and he sees he's sparring Joey all day, he's going to try and take your head off. So even when you're sparring, you got to fucking go full. Bro, so when I first came back, I sparred this guy at Gorilla Heavy Hitters, and that motherfucker was trying to go hard. So I had to simmer his ass down a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, no, exactly <laughs> what he said, bro. That That is actually true. Like, because of your name, yeah. Yeah. you got a bullseye on your back a thousand percent all the yeah. time, yeah. you know? Even whenever you go to, like, even when I was, like, the number one ranked guy in the nation and I'm going to these amateur tournaments, just because you're the number one guy doesn't mean, like, everybody's like, oh, shit. They're like, bro, I need to whoop that guy's ass. There's a target on you your back. You know what I mean? There's Gosh. just a target on your back. Anywhere you walk, they're just like, I need to fuck that dude up. You know what I mean? That's How many times have you been tested out in the streets? Since you, I mean, you got the target on your back in the streets, too, because it's always Joey Alden. Yeah, 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 for sure. No, that's a that's definitely a thing, bro. I've gotten tested quite a bit, actually. Um, it happened in school every now and then, not too much. It only took me a couple of times to fight where people are like, yeah, don't fuck with that dude. <laughs> um, but <laughs> out after boxing and stuff, I mean, after school and all that good stuff, I got tested a couple of times. Again, right? I'm not. I'm just, I'm so glad I'm not too into fighting on the streets. I'll try everything in my power to not. Before I retired, let me say it. Before I retired, I would try everything in my power to not fight. But there was a four-year window where you were just. There was fucking. a four-year year window where I was just like, "Hey, man, let's go, bro!" Let's like, go. no gloves, no nothing, bro. I'll put you out right here. I don't care if your mama's watching, your sister's watching, your wife's watching. You can go to sleep right now. Are you tired? You, you know? see, that's why I mind my business. You know, if I'm out in the, out, you know, out in the, the store, or whatever. Yeah, you don't know. Hey, I don't. You never know who who's know. in front of you, man. Exactly. How, how are you supposed to know he's got lethal weapons? You know, he exactly. could put you out. Nah, man. You don't. You just don't know, bro. <laughs> you just don't mind my business. Uh, so, that, Joey, um, what's next? Uh, man. Uh, right now we're kind of just uh, we're a free agent. Right, I got a couple calls after this fight. Of course, I, I put on. <laughs> if you haven't watched the fight, watch the fight. I put on a dominating performance. Guy like undefeated, right? Can't say it enough. It was just, it's incredible. It's incredible. You just don't do that. You know what I mean? So, uh, after that, I got a couple calls from a couple people. Um, we're gonna see. We're gonna see what happens. What kind of doors open up from here? Um, right now, we're looking at February for another fight. Um, it's either gonna be here in Odessa or it's gonna be in Dallas. Uh, we're kind of figuring out the dates and the venue right now. So. Um, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens again. I, I'm, uh, I'm open to any doors that do open, you know, if it's a big enough door and I, you know, I fit through it, we're going to walk through that. Bullcorn Sports right. Promotions is going to have to hit you up. Dude. Please. Uh, yeah, sure, bro. Yeah. I was telling Sammy, y'all watched your fight Saturday because Sammy's like, how good is he? And I was like, bro, he's throwing elite punches. Like he's throwing shit I've never seen. <laughs> like you're, when you were ducking and jabbing, I was like, bro, I ain't seen that shit. Yeah. No, I, I told him like that. This, this dude's got it, bro. Yeah, you sent me a few clips of it, man. And I was—I've never seen you fight. I've heard your name, but I'm like, he—he he should have never been away from it. But at the same time, you came back hungry. Yeah. <sighs> man, I just feel like back then I was just in a headspace that just. Again, if you watch the fight, bro, I broke down, and it's because like mentally I was just such a dark spot, man. And boxing is is, you know, fifty percent physical and 50 percent mental if you ain't got a mental it's just hard to get in there and do it it could eat you alive you know it could eat you alive bro and and again right it's a it's a it's you're by yourself in there ain't nobody in there and if you mentally 
aren't to that level, it's hard to perform, bro. It's hard to perform. So I just mentally wasn't okay, man, back back then. So and that's why I had to walk away. I had to walk away. Not And not only that, but I had a loss in my last fight, and I felt like that was just the cherry on top. Not only did I had already want to walk away from the fight from the fight game, but my last fight I lost. And So when you went into that fight, you weren't already feeling it. It was already one of those that— It just—man, I just wasn't in love with the sport no more. I just— I missed my family at home. I'm like, I'm living in Santa Monica, California, and as beautiful as it is, right? Um, my family's not there. My wife's not there. My son's not there. My mom's not there. My sister's not there. And I mean, no, I have no family there, but my pops, you know, my coach. And, you know, my, my FaceTime, you know, my, my relationship with my son is over FaceTime and things like that. And I just mentally am just broken. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just mentally broken, bro. I just... I don't, I didn't want to do it no more. So after the, after the loss, um, it's like it was just an avenue to finally be like, hey, this is it, guys. I gave it, I gave it the run I got, and uh, this is it. I'm done. You know what I mean? And I appreciate everybody that helped me out to that point and got me to that point. But uh, it just wasn't for me no more. It just wasn't for me. Um, and it wasn't till, like I said, out of, out of the blue, man. I, I it just hit me. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Like a call, you know. Especially the yeah. way you, you said your wife for sure. Kind of said, "Are you just dipping your toes in this, or are you going on full it, steam?" Honestly, I just That's feel like God. He creates a path for you, bro. Yeah. You just walk down. Every now and then, you exit off, and sometimes He puts you back on that road. Sometimes He takes you on a detour, and you go down a different path. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe I was just on an exit. I feel like I took an exit. I was at a gas station, at a rest stop, or something, just chilling. And right. uh, we decided to get back on this horse and get down the road and. You know, we're here, bro, and uh, all, all glory to God, man. I, I can't believe I'm even in this position again, but we're here. I looked incredible fight night, and like I said, we're, we're going to keep going, bro. Yeah. Again, February is the next one, and we're going to see what happens. So, Joey, when it's all said and done, when you hang them gloves up, what do you want people to remember you for? Man, honestly, like I told you, I wear my heart on my sleeve, so if if you don't know me already, like get to know me, Right. Um, but I'm less concerned about what people think. And I'm more concerned about what my my kids and my wife thinks. Yeah. Um, I want to do what shows them the best route as far as pushing yourself and as far as, you know, um, anything you want to do in life. You just work hard and you can do it. You know, my son right now, he's into soccer and he loves that. Shane wants to be like Cristiano Ronaldo. And I'm like, bro, you don't understand the work it takes. But I've never been able to show him the work it takes. But now that he's in the gym oh yes, and he sees me grinding and he sees me mm-hmm. driven, you know, he sees me leaving for the runs. I tell him, like, bro, you know, you you only going to practice the soccer one day a week and then chilling at the crib. Cristiano Ronaldo didn't do that. No. He don't, he don't care if he was in the backyard. He's going to go get the ball and touch it around that day. like. And now I can tell him, and now he can understand that because, bro, I'm grinding seven days a week. You know what I mean? Like work like work ethic-wise, training, boxing-wise. Like we're seven days a week, bro. There ain't no days off. Like I'm grinding like, you know, three weeks before my fight, I'm doing seven days a week, three days, three three times a day. Like we're doing three days every day. 
You know what I mean? I'm running. I'm doing my strength conditioning. I'm doing my boxing work on the afternoon. Not only that, but I'm trying to figure out any kind of recovery, Epsom salts, bath, ice bath, jacuzzi time, sauna, like stretching, going to see my physical therapist. Like oh, all this in between all these workouts. You know what I mean? Not only that, but if you're following my YouTube channel, I'm also filming and trying to show you guys a day in the life, bro. You know, like yeah. exactly what we do. Take my daughters to school, you know, eat and sleep and drinking all that good stuff the right way to perform at the highest standard joey our audience in case they don't know where to find you man what's the best way to uh see your social medias joey all day on everything man youtube instagram twitter facebook joey all day on everything um definitely if you ain't took a look at my youtube channel like go take a look at it i feel like it's kind of one of a kind um, I'm, I know all access and stuff is all out there, like Showtime that does that. But I feel like they're not. They want you. To sh they want to show you the highlights. You know, we're. I'm trying to show you everything, bro. I, I'm not. Uh, not trying to hide nothing. I'm trying to show you exactly what we do on an everyday basis, and show you exactly what behind the scenes really looks like. Um, emotions, conversations, phone calls. We we ain't editing anything out, man. We're trying to show everything. And a lot of people need a lot of people need to see that because sure. when you're getting in the world of boxing, are you, are you taking any sports serious? It's not what you see under the bright lights. It, you're when you had your boxing match. That's technically the fun part. The the, the under the lights. The works have been done. The work's yeah. been done. That's kind of like the mod, like the saying in boxing, right? When you get to the ring, the work's been done. That's the celebration. So no one's seen the work. Yeah. No one's seen the sacrifices, bro. No one's seen. No one's seen the stuff that you've had to deal with during training camp. No one's seen an injury. No one's seen you have to get a cortisone shot in your hand just so you can fight because it's broken. You're going into this fight with a broken hand. You know, so people ain't seen that, bro. So you got to shine a light on these things because people, but when they get into boxing, they're just like, oh, man, I want to box and I want to do this. But they've never been there. So they don't understand how, what it really takes. You know, a lot of these guys want to be boxers, but they, they don't understand the drive, the, 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 the consistency, the work ethic, the sacrifices, everything that caught, like everything you gotta do leading up to the fight or just comes with the sport. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, it's not only physical, it's mental, man. If you ain't got your mental on right, you can't fight, bro. Mm -hmm. You can't fight. It takes a split second for you to think about something else and the guy to hit you and you go to sleep. Or not wake up again. I've seen that happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, you said you had some of your buddies you've seen die in the ring and that's just those just kind of show people, and you've you've kind of shed a lot of light. You know, not everyone knows everything about boxing. So, hopefully, today with having you on our show and and our listeners in the area, they've been able to get a lot a sense of what goes into it. You know, in the world of a professional boxer, it, one I can say it, it's uh, it's awesome to see the performance day, right? And it's awesome to see fight day. Um, but like I said really get to know these boxes really you know it's very easy to critique but really get to know these people uh and, and show your appreciation man if if they take a l show your appreciation man it, it's it's i respect everybody that gets in there bro it's so tough if even if you've sparred before you understand how hard it is can you imagine thousands of people out there watching you just to see either you get beat up, to see you win, to see you perform at the level that they expect you at. And it's just, it's hard. It's hard. It's very hard. It's very hard. But you know what? It's something I enjoy. I love um, now, you know, now. Yeah. Because I, I definitely fell out of love with the sport. But now I became, with the break, I fell in love with the boxing game as a fan. 
And that's one thing I never had. I never really, you know, everyone would be like, "What do you? who do you got on the fights this weekend? Or are you going to watch the fights this week?" I'm like, bro, I've boxed my entire life. Yeah. I do it every day. So you before you retire, you were looking at it as a job. Yeah, bro. I'm like, bro, the last thing I want to do on a Saturday is watch a boxing fight, bro. I boxed Monday through, you know what I mean? Like, I boxed Monday through Sunday. Like, the last thing I want to do is watch a boxing fight. Now, completely different mindset, bro. I love boxing. As a fan, as an athlete, I, I enjoy it, bro. I love watching the boxing fights. I love I love watching the boxing fights and my kids being right next to me watching the boxing fights. My wife being right next to me watching the boxing fights. Awesome. I love it, bro. I'm like sitting up all night drinking coffee, like excited oh. like a kid on Christmas. <laughs> like, bro, I can't wait for this fight. I've been waiting for months. Like, my wife's like, calm down. You know what I mean? It's like midnight. I'm like, bro, you don't understand. I've been waiting on this fight for months. And they finally made this fight. I'm like hyped up. I never felt like that, bro. And Joey, thanks for uh, letting us see in your world and letting us know all the insight that you have, you know, letting us know about the uh, the Colorado Springs or the, what was it? Olympic Training Center, Olymp OTC. OTC. You said February. That's your next fight. Yep. And um, is there a date for that? So right now we're trying to figure out the dates and venue. Uh, like I said, it's going to either be Dallas or Odessa. Uh, okay. We're going to we're gonna find out, man. We're, okay. We're, we're going to find out here pretty soon. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks I'll be able to make a little announcement on, on social media. So, if, like I said, if you ain't following me, go ahead and go follow me. That way you guys can keep up and and, and y'all can see uh, the, the life, man. See the life because I, I, I do not hide nothing, man. I try to, like I told you guys, wear my heart on my sleeve and show you exactly mm -hmm. what I go through. There you have it. Joey Alday, last name A-L-D-A-Y. YouTube, I will subscribe tonight. You have my word, Joey. And. Odessa native, professional boxer, four-time USA champ, coming off a victory Saturday night against Bruno Pola. He is motivated. He's back. Joey Alde, thank you for coming in, man. We really appreciate it. No doubt, man. Thank, again, thank you all guys for having me. Shout out Bullcorn Sports, man. Um, I, I, I'm just grateful to be here, man. I'm grateful to be here. Thank, thank you, all, all you gentlemen. And uh, I guess the guys y'all weren't able to come, hopefully – in the future, we guys can hang out and talk again, man. I, I yeah. enjoyed this. Oh, we're firing one of oh, them, <laughs> Dom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, man, appreciate it. Thanks a lot for coming. And uh, next time, for sure, we'll we'll have you on before the fight. For sure. Yes. For sure. I would love that. That way, y'all can see uh yeah see me one on weight because uh, <laughs> definitely different. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I switch up. That's for damn sure. If I'm not eating, I'm a little bit more uh, aggressive. Uh oh. Contra uh -oh. <laughs> Uh yeah, if you want to fucking test Joey all day, you can catch him at H E B. You can catch him <laughs> in the game. His hands are ready to eat for everyone. Yeah, uh, step up and he'll send you back down. <laughs> Joey, thank you for joining. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you coming on, man. On a short notice. Yeah. Uh, good luck in your future, man. We'll be there for sure in the next fight. Oh yeah, we'll appreciate be it, brother. Appreciate it again. Thank you guys for having me. Bullcorn Sports, where if it's happening, we, we talk, talk about, about it. it. <laughs> no dom, no problem. No dom, no problem.